For me, Thanksgiving isn't a time to eat massive amounts of food, though I enjoy a good meal. Nor is it simply a time to gather together with loved ones, though that's important as well. No, for me, Thanksgiving is all about giving thanks to the Lord for food when means are scarce, for family and friends in times of loneliness, and for my Christian brothers and sisters when my faith needs bolstered. And today, that's what I'd like to do as we look back on a special Thanksgiving program we aired on Haven Today in 2004. I was joined by the late Bob Bowman, who at the time was in his late 80s, and still making his way around an 18-hole golf course. For anyone who's been around Haven any length of time, Bob's name will ring a bell, so to speak. A founding member of the Haven Quartet and founder of Far East Broadcasting Company. Bob was also the Friday speaker for Haven from 1967 to 1984. And so as we celebrate Thanksgiving in the United States, I wanted to share this classic conversation with you on today's episode of the Great Stories Podcast as you ponder all the things you might be thankful for this year. You'll hear about the history of the Haven of Rest Quartet, how FEBC spread the gospel around the world, especially into China, and you'll also hear what Bob and I were thankful for in 2004. Now I must warn you, We're sharing this program exactly as it aired in the early 2000s. It might sound a little different than what you're used to. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, and this in the United States of America is Thanksgiving Day. And that's what we're going to be today thankful. And we're going to bring for those of you who have been around Haven Ministries and the old Haven of Rest for any length of time, we're going to have a voice, a person with us in the studio who you will remember. But first, let me invite you to join us with the music of Haven to raise a song of Harvest Home. Thank you. 
is a thanksgiving hymn here on Haven Today. Come ye thankful people, come. I'm Charles Morris, and that song was chosen by the man sitting across from me right now, Dr. Robert Bowman. Blessings to you, and welcome to Haven Today, or welcome back to the Haven of Rest. Well, thank you very much, Charles. It feels kind of comfortable being here in the Haven spot again. It's a different building than you were used to up in Hollywood. That's we're right. in a different part of Los Angeles, but it is a homecoming for you today. Yes, it is. It's uh, been quite a while since I've been on the Haven. Uh, I think the last uh, regular time was somewhere back in 1980. Uh, I was the Friday speaker from 19, I think it was 67 to 84. Well, and and we can even go back earlier than that. Haven is in its 69th year, and you were there at the very beginning. I was there when it started. You were a singer and not just a preacher. That's right. You were in the Haven of Rest Quartet about how many years? Well, from 1934 until 1946, about 12 years. But then you had a dream. And the founder of the Haven of Rest, First Mate Bob, caught hold of that dream that you had. But tell everyone your dream, and for the very few people who've never heard of it, then you can kind of slip that into for us. Okay. When I told First Mate Bob in May of 1946, there had been a vision which God had been placing on our hearts, and Haven was very much a part in putting that vision there, because as a very young fellow, when I started with the Haven of Rest, I was only 18 years of age Mm -hmm. when we first started in that first quartet with First Mate Bob and Lauren Whitney at the organ. I was very young, but I had those 12 years in which God laid on my heart the fact that if God could reach people in my own country, America, with using radio, why could he not do it on what we call the mission field today? Right. So, as a result of that, another young man and I, it's a long story, we began talking about it around 1938. Mm. First, it was the idea of producing a program for release here that uh, would be a program talking about and telling the life story of great missionaries of the past, such as Hudson Taylor and and, uh, William Carey and all of these Boys, William Carey's life was very influential Mm. in my own because of one thing. What's that? It was at the Southern California Bible School that the Lord got hold of my heart. That was up in uh, Pasadena. In Pasadena. And uh, in the chapel, there was a map on the front of the wall, a huge map of the world. And underneath the map, in large print, were the words of William Carey, 
attempt great things for God, expect great things from God. Mm. And, uh, you know, for three years I sat and looked at that thing, (laughs) and uh, it was sort of part of the building of what God was doing toward the future that we were going to do, build radio stations in Asia. What's the organization called today? Most people will have heard of it. Well, I I hope so, but uh, (laughs) I'm not sure that's true, Charles. All right. Well, maybe for some, the first time you went Uh, on to found... Yes, the Far East Broadcasting Company. It's an interdenominational Christian broadcasting organization. We started out in the Philippines... And it was a local station just for the city of Manila. As we uh, started on a Sunday, Haven didn't come on on Sunday, right? but started on Monday, and Haven was on the first uh, weekday that we started and was on for many, many years with us and still is today. Oh, yes, and covers most of the country. Of course, it's not just our little 50,000-watt station there in Manila now. But also there are stations in the provincial capitals. We have, I've forgotten, I think it's about nine or ten stations in provincial capitals where they understand English. So Haven is well accepted there. Mm. Dr. Bob Bowman, our special guest on this American Thanksgiving Day here on Haven Today. You picked another song for the program today. Let's get Haven, the new Haven, to sing for us now. One of those songs that you selected. We're celebrating an American Thanksgiving. I'm Charles Morris. That is the musical group Haven. Used to be the Haven of Rest Quartet. Uh, Newer guys singing today, but one of the original guys, Bob Bowman, is with me in the studio today. By the way, Charles, I'm the only 
original of the quartet still alive. Still alive. Yes, yes. They're and, at, the and other three are dead. I might add, you are a very, very young 87. <laughs> and you still manage to play golf. You can do 18 rounds yes, about I, once a week, I well, think. Well, exercise is good for you. You have to have it in order to keep your vitality. We're going to have you back on for your birthday next year, and, and you can give us the secrets to long life. So, But that's another program. FEBC, kind of give us a rundown of what the Lord has done with this far-reaching worldwide ministry. Well, the uh, objective, of course, is all of the nations of Asia. We reach into every nation in Asia mm-hmm. and the Middle and the Near East and even as far the other direction as, as Moscow. Yes. We use FM, AM, and international shortwave. We mm-hmm. have oh many 100,000-watt international shortwave stations operating. Actually, we broadcast 600 program hours daily in 159 distinct language people groups uh, in wow. Asia, East Africa, the Middle East, and Russia, the total population. And I didn't mention all the other nations, too. 3.2 billion people within our coverage area. We're utilizing every day 134 radio stations, of which 40 are owned and operated full-time by the Far East Broadcasting Company, and they go around the clock. That is an incredible thing that God has allowed FEBC to do. Well, you know, we had no idea when we started out all that God was going to do. God is the God of wonders. Mm. Uh, I've just finished uh, through being impressed to do so by some friends writing something of the story. And it's called God of Wonders. And it's the story of a lifetime of watching God do the impossible. And the ink is still wet on my copy that you've given me. But we'll have you back on. We'll talk about that book a little later. You've even got a chapter about Haven in there as well. I would like us to zero in on one spot. We could cover many places like the Philippines or Korea. Let's talk about China, though. Okay. Start with this. All right. When we started broadcasting to China in 1949 by international shortwave, Mm -hmm. there were only 452 million Chinese people. Today, there are 1.2 billion Chinese people. And back then, how many is it thought would have been believers in Jesus Christ? You can talk with the Chinese about this, and those who know, such as James Hudson Taylor, the great-grandson. The third, yes. And you'll find out from the Chinese church at that time that there were somewhere between seven, eight hundred to a thousand to a million evangelical Christians. Protestant, evangelical, and then Roman Catholic. Two million. Two million. That was the body. Then you went years with getting very little information out. You'd get a little bit well, you now know, and then. We wondered sometimes uh, when we didn't hear anything, what we were doing, except occasionally a freedom swimmer would swim across into Hong Kong and mm-hmm. he'd make his way to our office and say, don't worry, people are listening to you. Don't worry about that. But you did have a story where a woman made it to South Korea out of China. Yes. And uh, share that story with us. It's amazing how the story builds over a period of years. For this little lady was from the Manchuria area, clear up toward the Russian border. Mm -hmm. Most of the millions of Christians that are in China today are in little house churches. Right. And she was in one of those house churches up there. The only pastor that little house church had was the Far East Broadcasting Company. In the Chinese language, it's not we Westerners talking to them. It's the 
Chinese, speaking to the Chinese, as in all of the languages. In our staff of some 1,100 to 1,200 people, 90% of them are nationals of the countries to which we are broadcasting. Okay. Uh, Splendid Christian people dedicated to the Lord and to the challenge of reaching the world with the gospel Mm. of Christ. And so this little lady was in this little house church up there. And they were being so blessed and growing in grace and in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus by hearing At first, the probably didn't even have a Bible or maybe one right, Bible to, right. to oh, pass around. There was a time, I don't know how it is now, there was a time that it was said there are more handwritten Bibles in China than any other kind. And let me tell you, when we knew there were no Bibles in China, why we dictated the Bible to them. And that's how many, many of them copied the Bible down. So... One day, this older woman, Chinese woman, shows up at your compound in South Korea and wants to see the president. Yeah, she came to the immigration department. At the border. At the border. When the immigration people saw that she had kind of a large middle, Mm -hmm. they said, what is that in your... Is there something wrong with you? Right. (laughs) And she said, oh, well, that is money. And they said, money? How much money is it? And she told them, but uh, they said, uh, oh, you can't do that. You can't bring that much money into Korea. That's against the law. We're going to take it away from you. She said, oh, no, sir, you can't do that. She said, this is an offering for the Far East Broadcasting Company. Twenty years they had been setting aside an offering saying someday we may be able to get this to the Far East Broadcasting Company. And she was on that mission. here she was, yes. So she was chosen by the church finally to try to get to Korea. She did. She stood before our director's desk. Uh, She told him that story that I just told you. Yes. And then she pulled a money belt from around her waist, laid it out on the table before him, and counted out $22,000 in $100 bills that they had saved over a 20-year period. From an out-of-the-way province in China. Way up in the north Mm. of China toward the Russian border. Mm. Dr. Bob Bowman, Far East (laughs) Broadcasting Company. There's one other story you shared with me. A man showed up at a church. He was Chinese, and he asked to be baptized. Yes, that was at a a state on the east coast of the United States. He was now in the United States from China. Yes. But how did he meet the Lord, and what did he do? Well... When he wanted to be baptized that morning in the church, they, of course, gave a little interview with him, find out how he had come to faith. And his testimony was that he was a technical engineer and he had been working for the China government at a jamming station. And he used to jam the Far East Broadcasting Company. And at least he heard enough that over a period of time he came to faith in Christ. You never know how the Lord is going to move Well, in the strangest ways. I want to tell you, Charles, our files are full of stories like that. Yes. Well, we I can mean, praise God for that. I mean, not exactly like that, but it's so many yes. different ways that God works on the hearts of people. You are listening to Haven Today on the American Thanksgiving. You're listening in Canada and uh, uh, South America, Central America, and even the Philippines. And this is, for many Haven listeners... They know the name, Dr. Bob Bowman. I will praise him. I will praise him. Praise the Lamb for. 
I'm sitting across from Dr. Robert Bowman. He wants to be called Bob. And uh, he was the founder of Far East Broadcasting Company. He also was a member of the original Haven of Rest Quartet and, for many years, the Friday speaker on the Haven of Rest. Bob, this is a Thanksgiving day in the USA. Do you have any thoughts just on Thanksgiving and, as a Christian, celebrating Thanksgiving? Well, you know, Charles, there are so many things that we have to be thankful for to the Lord. Mm-hmm. They're just innumerable And uh, I was sort of going through some of the scriptures, uh, trying to find out what the apostles had to say about Thanksgiving. And Mm -hmm. I ran across uh, one in Philippians, the first chapter, in which uh, the apostle Paul said, Oh, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. Well, let me just uh, interject here. We need to thank God for the remembrance of our friends and our Christian brothers and sisters in Christ and all that. But also, we must be thankful to God for all that he has done in our lives, bringing us to faith in Christ and uh, giving us the hope of eternal salvation. Paul said to this uh, Philippian church, he said, uh, Always in every prayer of mine, making request for you with all joy. Don't you wish that the people were all praying one for yes. another, just uh, yes. continuously. We'd see great revivals in this country if, if we right. got the people to praying and for one another and for the things that are most dear to our hearts, the safety of our country in these uh, tremendous days. But uh, Paul went on to say he was very confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you, he said, God's working mm-hmm. in you now. Just let him continue to work yes. and don't hinder him in any way, mm-hmm. but let him continue to work in your life. And he said, I'm confident that God has begun a good work and that he will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Wow. So that's uh, one of the thoughts that was on my heart. What about you? Well, I'm just thinking about uh, sharing the Lord around a Thanksgiving table mm-hmm. and being able to read a few scriptures yes. to members of my family. And also, I've I've spoken today with a number of faithful Haven listeners, just some especially who might not have anyone else close in their life today, mm-hmm. but wishing them a happy Thanksgiving yes. in the name of Jesus. And because of that, because of this family that we're part of, we may not have blood relatives that mm-hmm. we're spending a day with. But if we're in Jesus Christ, we have a yes. family that's so much more loving, right. so much more powerful, and so much more eternal yes. than any kind of fleshly blood family that we would ever have on this earth. Well, that's a wonderful thought. It's something that we can be thankful for, and we can be encouraged by that, too. No matter what our state is, whether we're sick or whether we're older or or whatever's going on in our lives, Jesus Christ is faithful. Yes, he certainly is. You know, that was one of the things that the Apostle Paul would say to so many of those Asia Minor Mm -hmm. churches when he would write to them, talk to them about being thankful as he did to the Thessalonian church. And he said, I'm bound to give thanks for you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, always, brethren, because God, from the very beginning, chose you to salvation. Isn't that wonderful? How could one not be thankful? Right. With such good news as that. John says it's through the forbearance of God, through the blood of Jesus Christ, that you have come to this faith uh, in Jesus Christ. And 
So he said, forgiveness, you must be thankful for that and for wisdom and for inheritance and the seal of the Holy Spirit in your life and for grace, the grace of God and uh, for citizenship in the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. What a wonderful thing to be thankful for. That's right. But I wonder how many times we look over all of those things that Paul talks about in uh, that first chapter. Well, we race by it. We race by it. But maybe maybe on a day like this, though, we can slow down long enough (laughs) to ponder and think and be thankful. Yes. You know, I I love poetry. (laughs) And um, uh, I ran across one that uh, I don't know how old it is, somewhere back in the centuries, I generally look into those things and I find songs and poems that are written back in the 1500s and the 1600s that have are just abounding with the Word of God. And mm-hmm. uh, This is called National Blessings. The author is unknown who did it. Great God of nations, now to thee our hymn of gratitude we raise with humble heart and bending knee our grateful song of praise. Thy name we bless, Almighty God, For all the kindness thou hast shown to this fair land the pilgrims trod, this land we fondly call our own. We praise thee that the gospel's light through all our land its radiance sheds, dispels the shades of error's night, and heavenly blessings round us spreads. Great God, preserve us thy fear. In danger still our guardian be. O spread thy truth's bright precepts here. Let all the people worship thee. Bob Bowman, thank you. To him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you before his glorious presence without fault and with great joy, to the only God our Savior be glory, majesty, power, and authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before all ages now and forevermore. From all of us at Haven Today, Happy Thanksgiving. Amen. Isn't that great? A Thanksgiving blast from the past. Thanks for joining me on today's episode of Great Stories with Charles Morris. Now, if you want to hear more content like this, why don't you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts? And if you enjoyed this episode, please help us get the word out by leaving a five-star review. You can also go to haventoday.org to sign up for our weekly email and discover additional episodes posted on the blog. And happy Thanksgiving to everyone celebrating in the U.S. And as always, thank you for joining me once again on Great Stories with Charles Morris.